hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Clone Yourself Podcast. My name's Sam Kabert, and I'm your host of this podcast. I'm your guide for this journey in working less and making more by scaling your business with virtual assistants. Now, in this episode, we're going to have to use our mind's eye quite a bit. That third, no, not the third eye. That's for Soul Seeker. Just joking. Anyways, we're going to have to visualize what I'm talking about here. Now, if you're not familiar with Trello, I'm going to be giving you a walkthrough on Trello, but this is audio. So you're not going to be able to see it. So for those of you that are familiar with Trello, then awesome. You're going to be right there with me. For those of you that aren't, then check out Trello.com. Calm. And Trello is an amazing online tool that helps you manage various projects. It's pretty much a blank canvas. And I use it for so many things. Like I have so many different boards. They're called boards. So you can separate your categories into, you know, one that's just like an executive summary, another that's just about like launching a book or another about a podcast or another to manage all of your projects. You can literally do it however you want. It's like a blank canvas. Canvas and it's got checklists. It's a process board with, you know, uh, admin section if you want, and then uh, doing done. And you can collaborate with your team members. You don't even need to use email. It is so amazing. I love it. But before we get into that, I just want to, I just kind of want to riff a little bit because going back, you know, just looking back at this podcast and looking back at, the past few years and just this journey I've been on, sometimes I just need to give myself more credit. You know, I feel like a lot of us are very hard on ourselves and I want you to be easier on yourself. If I'm going to tell myself I need to be easier on myself, then I think you need to be easier on yourself. We are always our own worst critic, you know, and we always get caught in this judgmental cycle. Like I'm not good enough and all this negative talk, like for as, as positive and um, confident as we can be, it seems like everyone I've ever talked to in my life always gets back to negative self-talk. Like there's this balance, right? And I don't know me. I haven't met the person yet in my life. That's never had a negative self-talk. I think it's just part of the human condition, but, um, I just want to riff on that for a quick second. And if you're interested in, you know, spirituality or that type of stuff at all, mindfulness, check out my other podcast called soul seeker. You know, in that podcast, I talk about what is my term of soul life balance rather than work life balance. I think the work life balance model is broken in that there's too much of a focus of our lives on work. So for that reason, I look at work as just a component of life. And that's why I'm so passionate about teaching you guys how to scale your business so you can have more free time so that you can live your life. It's a pretty crazy thing, this whole human existence. I mean, Earth has been around, what, 4.6 billion years, humans maybe five, ten thousand years or something like that, and our lifespans are somewhere in the 70s, maybe 100 tops-ish. Like, that's nothing. And what happens after this? You know, we, we don't know. So might as well just enjoy our time on Earth and not just spend it in a job we don't like or working on something we don't like. So follow your passions, guys. All right, enough of that soapbox. If you're into that type of stuff, though, check out my other pod. It's called Soul Seeker. <sighs> deep breath. So 
Admittedly, this is going to be a tough podcast for me. Um, I probably should have done this as like a screen share and done it as a Facebook Live. And I've done little Facebook Lives here and there of showing you my Trello board. And if you want to join on those Facebook Lives, join our Facebook group. Just go to clone yourself and then um, search it. It should be in the show notes as well. Send me an email if you can't find it, but I usually do the trainings in there. So here we go. Trello. I already told you guys a little bit about Trello. And the reason why we're talking about this today is because in the last podcast, we talked about calendaring and I mentioned Trello in the podcast before that I talked about goal setting. So now it's kind of like, okay, you understand the mindset of why that's so important. Now here's the tactical, how we're actually going to implement it. So if you do not have an account with Trello, go to Trello.com, make an account, it's free, and you can watch some YouTube tutorials on how it works, read some of their guides, or just kind of play around with it. It's a, seriously a blank canvas. I'm going to walk you through how to set up projects and due dates in Trello to write a book. And I wrote three books in less than a year because of this process and working with VAs. So use your mind's eye. If you want one-on-one coaching on how to set this up or a copy of this board, just hit me up. I'm more than happy to sit down for free and talk with you for 15 minutes and get this going for you and give you a free board. So with that, the very left column, you can set up a column. I wrote in this one ideas. Sometimes I'll write admin. This is for my most recent book um, uh, called Swagworks. My company's called Swagworks. The book is called Swagworks and it's a leave behind for prospects and clients. Like uh, here's a book that I wrote about how you can make swag work for your business and grow your business with promotional products. So it's a pretty neat little thing. And this book took me like three months to write. So I wrote it pretty quick. It's about hundred ish pages and there's probably some images. I don't think there's worksheets in this one, but it's my most recent one. And I published it about a year ago. So I haven't looked at this board in a while. So here we go. So the first column is ideas. Underneath that, we have what's called a card. I wrote to do's. Um, in here, I wrote, I looks like I kept my testimonials in the to do's. That's interesting. Like I said, I haven't looked at this in a while. Um, below that there's a card that says excuses section. I don't know what that is to be honest. Um, card underneath that shout outs. Oh, this was a good card. So I look at my very left column as kind of like an admin, right? So one of the cards says shout outs. And what I did was as I, uh, I mentioned people in the book. I wrote it on the Trello board in the form of what they call a checklist. And I wrote down the person's name and the page number so that when the book was published, I could be like, Hey, Bobby, I referenced you in my most recent book, check out page, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it kind of gives them a reason to share on their social media or be a fan of the book and help promote it. You know what I mean? So uh, when you're writing, you might reference um, cliff notes or something you need to reference at all. And this is a good way to just kind of house that information. So like I said, blank canvas, you can do whatever you want with it. Next column. So this is the next standing column with sub cards below. It says manuscripts and resources. I click into the first one. It says manuscript. This is where I put, and oh guys, um, I love Google drive. 
so much better than Dropbox. Sorry if you're a Dropbox person, but Google Drive is so much better. Like you can create stuff. You can't, it's not just about hosting stuff. So Google Drive is amazing and it syncs to Google Drive, uh, Trello that is. So in here, I have a bunch of Google Docs um, with the manuscript, everything from like uh, outlines I did for the book and just different, different Google Docs that would all help the manuscript. And when I click into that guard, card, it's very easy to open the different uh, Google Docs. That's what I love about Trello. Next card says ideas to pull from. Nothing. A card below that. Ooh, this is an amazing card. It says PPAI stats. PPAI stands for Promotional Products Association Industry or something like that. I should know, but it's the um, industry. It's the trade organization for the promotional products industry. So I went through one of their guides with all the stats on promotional products because the book is about how swag works, right? And I have like a hundred stats in here. So this was a good resource for me so that when I'm writing, I could quickly go back to Trello and pull a stat versus be distracted in my writing flow and have to Google a stat. So I'll just read you guys a couple. 82% own one to 10 promotional products. Nine and 10 recall the brand when using promotional products. 65% of advertisers consider promotional products very or highly effective. 89% of consumers have received a promotional product within the last six months. So if you guys are interested in getting some swag to uh, for your business, because swag does work, hit me up. That's what I do. That is what my company does. Not everything else is just, um, you know, the Clone Yourself podcast, Soul Seeker, all the eat up food show I have. It's all for fun, pretty much. Um, this is my actual business. So there are some stats. I'm going to start to go a little bit faster. Um blog inspiration. Oh, this was a good one. So prior to writing this book, I was blogging a ton and I wrote a lot of blogs about how swag works. So I just linked to my blog for inspiration and things I could reference uh, in writing the book, which guys, that's a huge, huge, huge tip for you. If you want to write a book and you don't really know where to start, but you kind of have a concept of what you want to be about, start blogging weekly. Even if it's only 300 words of the blog, you don't have to write these blogs for anyone else and have to like promote them or whatever. Just start writing blogs. And then when you go to write your book, you can start to extract information from your blog later on. That's why I did. So I have a card here about branding. So it has like the different the logo for the book and the colors and theme and all that type of stuff. Here's the big thing that I want to show you guys. This next column is called checkpoints. I made an entire column for checkpoints, not just a checklist within a card. I made a whole column. So the first one says outline and it's got a due date of June 9th, 2018. So I wrote this book a while ago, but um, yeah, the next one is begin writing November 19th, 2018. So as you can see, I created this board somewhere in June or earlier of 2018 and I gave myself, what would that be? About five months until I needed to start writing. I, I basically created the board and the vision for the book very, very, very early on and gave myself a long time till I started writing. And since the due date for begin writing was November 19th, um, the next due date was the first draft of 
January 21st. So I gave myself two months to write a first draft. After that, I did a couple weeks later for grammar edits, then a couple weeks later for worksheets, and then the cover, and then implement layout edits, add in worksheets, printed proof, revisions, and ultimately publish date of March 1st. So now what I want to show you guys is exactly where in this process VAs helped me out because the truth is all I did was create this Trello board, create the outline, create the checkpoints, create all of this and write the book. But I, I, I didn't do anything other than that. You know, they did. Let's start here. First draft on January 21st. Did all that. I wrote the first draft. I, I showed up every single day to write in the book. Sometimes I would show up and stare, scream for five, 10 minutes and not write a single word. And all three of my books, I did this. I wrote every single day just for consistency and habit. And like I said, sometimes I'm just looking at for even a minute and be like, nah, I don't feel it today. Other times I'll, I'll spend 15, 30 minutes and I'll get, you know, a, a little bit out. And then other times it's like, whoa, I'm free flowing for like two hours. But the point is for me, and the best system is whatever works for you. But for me, I know this works for me and I know I can't force creativity. So I just want to show up and I know the days that I feel inspired and creative, I'm going to go for it. But it's so much harder to get started again if you don't show up. So it's kind of like going to the gym. Anyways, this is about VAs. This isn't about mindset. So the next one was grammar edits. At that point, uh, Kylie is amazing. She is my project manager, executive assistant, and she helps me manage other VAs and so many other things. But her and I started working together for my second book, and it was to help me with grammar edits and actually edit the book. From there, we found such a great cadence in working with each other. She's taken on other projects in my content world as well. So I love that. So Kylie did the grammar edits and th this was work for me because in the Google doc, Kylie would put suggestions and you know, she, I wouldn't, I didn't want her to just like do fixes, um, corrections and not me and for me to not know where they were, uh, cause I am a control freak like that. And you probably would be too. And I think it's more efficient than having to read the whole book again and be like, wait, what did I say before? So she left comments in a Google doc and then I could have like 10, 20 comments or something in in a day. And most of these are things that I really need to think about and address. So it takes a lot of time. So the grammar edits was a lot of my time to go over her edits. Um, but it was very helpful having that next thing was worksheets. So when I wrote the book, I definitely love worksheets in my books and just in general. So I forget what the worksheets looked like for the swag, um, for the swag book, but essentially what I would do is as I'm typing in the Google doc, I would, uh, hold on, let me catch my thought here. I just totally spaced. I would write in the Google doc, like word insert worksheet here. Then I would highlight the uh, word worksheet, put it in a different color, like yellow or whatever, bold it, and then write, uh, click a comment. And then I'd give directions to Sushma, my graphic designer, or I would just leave it as a placeholder for me to go back in later to give her directions. But either way, I wanted worksheets. So this is how 
um, Sushma, my graphic designer, create the worksheets. And same thing kind of with Kylie, where she's saying me drafts of the worksheets, and then I'm giving her a revision. So there's still work that I'm doing in the book, but it's not like I'm going into Canva or Illustrator or Photoshop and creating these worksheets. It's so much easier for me to give the directions and then give feedback so that I can focus on selling or creating podcasts or doing other more productive things that are better use of my personal time. Along with worksheets, um, Sushma designed the color, or sorry, cover. So I gave her like the scheme, the title, and some ideas, you know. And um, next was implementing the layout edits. So that was putting in the worksheets and things like that. And then uh, the printed proof. So let's talk about the proof for a second. For those of you that know about Amazon self-publishing, have done it or just know it exists, um, you might think uh, from your experience or just think in general that it's easy to do. And you're right. It's pretty easy to do. For me, there's a few things that were a little tricky or confusing, but call me lazy or call me whatever you want call me, but I didn't put my books up on the back end myself. That's something I asked Kylie, my project manager, who also did the grammar edits. So she had the title and what it's about and everything. And she's going in the back end, logging in as me and, and putting in all this stuff. And I, I did do it for the first one and it was pretty time consuming. So it actually saved me a lot of time. And, um, Kylie ordered the printed proof and had it delivered to me to, for me, I like having that printed proof to go on the beach. That's usually where I would do it or a coffee shop and then mark up the book, uh, doing my final edits. And then at that point I go into the Google doc and update the final edits. Then we get published. I mean, it's pretty easy to write a book when you're doing it with virtual assistants. And guys, people ask me all the time, like, oh, how much did it cost you? And I go, what do you mean? How much did it cost me? It was nothing. It was free. Like you don't pay to put your book up on Amazon. If you do this whole process without VAs, it's going to be free. If you do it with VAs, you're going to pay your VAs. But I mean, I don't think I paid them that much if you think about it, because there it wasn't, I'm just saying people will charge like $10,000, $5,000, whatever it is to help you write your book. If you do it yourself with VAs, I mean, look, you can really save a lot of money. Anyways, that, whether you're interested in writing a book, launching a podcast, um, using YouTube and creating a video series or anything at all, I highly, 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 highly recommend Trello. And this podcast was to kind of give you a glimpse into my world as to how I actually use Trello. So I have a bunch of boards on Trello and different templates. If you want any of my templates, hit me up. I'm more than happy to share them with you. If you have any questions about this because you want to go a little bit deeper, I'm happy to have a conversation with you, like a free call, hit me up. And if you want to see how I work with VAs, check out my course. That is paid for content, but it's only a few hundred bucks. Like, I mean, you know how many of these courses I'd have to sell and make a living off of it? It's just like, you know, it's just a couple hundred bucks. It's really easy for you guys to afford. It's about uh, five videos. Each one is anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, and I'm giving you everything you need to know to get started in working with virtual assistants. I'll throw on some free calls if you hit me up as well. So you can check out my course at cloneyourself, the letter U.com 
slash workshops clone yourself you.com slash workshops that is it for this episode this has been a longer one so thanks for listening guys and if you enjoyed what you heard then please leave me a five-star review it literally only takes seconds you don't even have to write a sentence in you can literally just tap the five stars on itunes and share this podcast with a friend too if you enjoy it because when you share it the more listens i get the algorithm increases for other people to find the podcast as well and this is all about helping more people so i appreciate your guys support so much and i will catch you on the next episode of clone yourself 